The following recording was streamed live on St. Patrick's Day 2021 over at twitch.tv slash RPG Roulette. As a note on how we're going to be doing things moving forward, we are going to be doing many more live-streamed RPG shows over on our Twitch, so make sure to go and follow us if you want to catch these live. And due to all four of us on the show getting busier and busier by the day, we will be archiving these recordings from our live shows in case you missed them and releasing them here on the main feed during episode release weeks, much like this one, when we just haven't had enough time to get the next core episode out. So, all that said, I hope you enjoy our St. Patrick's Day episode here around Easter, now that it's actually getting to you. I was I was listening to a podcast the other day. For those of you just joining us, uh, listening to our podcast in the future, we were just talking about Mario uh, canon, um, and I was I was listening to a podcast thinking about how like in Zelda, The Legend of Zelda, they can go so many like you know they can do like kind of Toon Link and that would be fun, and then they can do like a dark gritty Link like they did in like uh, you know Twilight Princess and stuff like that, and it still works because Link is a character that can be either, you know he's like he's like a hero, he fights with a sword, it can be, uh, you know silly and fun, but it can also be dark and gritty. And then I thought mm. about Mario, and I <laughs> imagine like a dark gritty Mario it game. It just wouldn't land at all. <laughs> like like I know people have imagined like, it. At the end it of the day, he is. Work. He is an Italian plumber at the end of the day. And so it's like, you, I mean, there's no way that you can make, like, a serious Mario game. Yeah. It just won't work. I, was, I read that's not canon anymore. Uh, they, like, ceased saying he's an Italian plumber, and that he's just a guy now in the Mushroom King. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. What? Then why does he travel via pipe? Uh, that's just how the Mushroom Kingdom works, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, take, it up with, there... take it up with Nintendo, not with me. They're doubling back on their own, mm-hmm. and that's that's how you know that things. Are I have long. so many words for Nintendo. Nintendo right now. I'm not happy with Nintendo <laughs> yeah, right speaking now. Speaking of Nintendo, if you all. haven't heard, we had to cancel our bonus series RPG Roulette Nickel because, well, uh, Pokemon Five E, the system we were using, got a huge takedown order. Uh, so that won't be happening anymore. Sorry, uh, we can file the episodes we recorded into Lost Media because you probably won't be hearing them. <laughs> This is yep. the final straw. I can live with that, but like rescinding Mario's <laughs> line of work. <laughs> I know. Things are just Spickles. going downhill at Nintendo. What can I say? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to RPG Roulette, the actual play show where we're all the game master and happy St. Patrick's Day, uh, everybody. My top name. Of the to top of the morning to you. My name is Keaton Sample, and here in our holiday specials in the wonderful city of Twin Rapids, I play. Derek Sanders, a middle schooler who's recently gone through puberty. <laughs> oh. Dropping that one on you. The sight okay. of that about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Luke Howard, and I play York Schmorgen Center Heifenserts. I did read that off of a piece of paper. I play uh, a foreign exchange student from a foreign land. 
who uh, is a little bit older than these other teenagers, or soon-to-be teenagers. He is 14. Um, but because of his status as a foreign exchange student, he's having to, you know, they've got different class <laughs> setups in, in America than from where he's from. So, Hey, everybody. Top of the morning to you. This is Noah. And in our holiday specials, I play Seth McMullins, your run-of-the-mill goth punk emo daddy who has lots of mommy issues. Oh boy, I don't I like. You, I don't like that you yeah. referred to a preteen wow. as daddy. <laughs> I didn't either. Okay, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page that no one liked that. Yeah, yeah no. Right. Can we get uh, no one chat did. to agree that no one liked? That? <laughs> I lost my train of thought there. I had to recalibrate. Remember my name. Um, this is this is Hunter Wood. On this flow, I play a uh, James Baxter, and you know he's kind of the uh, the big stuff on the middle school. As big stuff as you can be at a middle school. Yes, big and... fish in a small prepubescent pond. Um, (laughs) Hey everybody, we are screaming live Uh, So if you're live, thanks for joining us Um, If you're not live and wondering why this didn't come out on St. Patrick's Day It's because it was live on St. Patrick's Day (laughs) As our excuse to give us a little more time Because, yeah, life Uh, If you don't remember how our holiday specials work, they are in the format of the split episodes in our main series. What does that mean? That means that all of us, all four of us, will be the Game Master during this episode at some point in time. We've decided already before this that Luke will be starting us off as our first Game Master on this episode, but then after 15 minutes or up on my timer, we will spin that wheel again, and once that timer is up, you cease to be Game Master, and the next person whose name appears on the wheel begins Game Mastering. Doesn't matter if you're in the middle of combat, doesn't matter if you're in the middle of dialogue, once that timer goes off, you stop, and the next person begins. So that's how we're working in this. (laughs) combat in this game is so loose (laughs) yeah have we done combat really i guess we've like tied up mr bottoms a few times the last christmas oh yeah i do i think i hit someone with a hammer in the last episode (laughs) we threw a turkey in like a boiling cauldron and then we fought we fought like uh robbers christmas sort of uh it was robbers, but they were also using like Christmas decorations, like robots right. Christmas decorations. I remember that. To fight us. Well, Luke, the show is yours. Whenever you decide to take it, just let me know, and I'll hit start on that timer for you. Yeah, go ahead and uh, hit that timer. All right, let's get the show on the road. Luke, your time starts now. It is St. Patrick's Day in the town of Twin Rapids. Much like it is in the rest of the world. Um, maybe not all over the world at the exact same time because some, in some places the day is already passed into the 18th. Uh, but I digress. It's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, that's how time zone works. Uh, it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and as everyone here knows, our characters are in middle school. And so, how do uh, how do middle schoolers separate, celebrate? You ask. We're about to find out. 
The four of us, I say us because York is also there, are currently in the minivan of Derek's parents. Derek, what are your parents' names again? Uh, I could tell you. It's on my sheet. My mother's name is, scroll up, scroll up, uh, Claire, Claire Sanders, and my father is Hugh, Hugh Sanders. So Hugh is in the driver's seat and Claire is in the passenger seat. She is reading a magazine, and you all are on your way to a mystery destination. Derek, you're the only person who knows where you're going, but the rest of the crew does not. Derek, for the last freaking time. You gotta tell me where the heck we are going. I am going to have an anxiety attack. Uh, I, I set my hand on your shoulder and I make deep eye contact and I say, No, I don't. <laughs> Dang it! Got me again. Derek's a new man. <laughs> Uh, your dad pipes up and he goes, "Oh, why don't you just tell them, Bud? I know they're, uh, I know they're just in so much suspense right now." Is this a way to make me decide what we're doing? <laughs> Even though you I sent you a text. The first, okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> okay. Um, going to a place called Mark F. Meets. The F stands for Funtertainment. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm your, following. Your Claire, I'm Claire, following. Claire perks up and she goes, yeah, I know you guys haven't been there in a really long time, so we just thought it'd be fun, especially, you, like, I bet York, you've never been there. Uh, and York says, did you say Mark F. Meats? The franchise actually started in my home country. <laughs> and she said, oh, oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yes. It's it's such a fun place. Like you said, the F stands for Funtertainment. <laughs> <laughs> really? We're going to Mark F. Meats? That place is for, like, babies. Uh, no, nah, man. They have, like, the uh, basketball things where you can shoot. I'm going to set that high score. I'm going to set it so high. Nobody's ever going to break that thing. I'm pumped, guys. You say that all the time. And every time, whenever we'd come back, somebody else had beaten your high score. Oh, just you wait. I've been practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. I'm fond of the My booths you can sit in. And it takes your portrait, but it makes it look like a drawing. It's very nice. My favorite is the bicycle with the spinny fan on top that rises in the air when you pedal. When I ride on that, it reminds me of um, riding my bicycle in the mountains. Wait, wait, there's there's mountains where you're from? Of course. I, I think at this point... They're right next Seth, to the desert. Seth, Seth pulls out a little notepad and just starts taking notes <laughs> as it is now... It has been Seth's <laughs> mission to figure out where the heck We York don't is know from. this because we, we haven't visited Seth's house since our first Halloween spectacular, but no. in his bedroom, he has set up a cork board with strings. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> red strings. Yes. It's everything. very Pepe Selvia on every, his wall trying, trying to figure it out. He never has, like, seen turkeys. Out. <laughs> yeah. No, like, there's everything. Every every episode, he's collected more and more information. So he's, he's writing down mountains next to desert. 
What the heck? Okay, and he kind of flips the notebook back and sticks it back into his pocket. All right, so you all continue your car ride there. Uh, you pull into the parking lot. Everyone gets out of the car. You head through the front door. There's people there at the little turnstiles, and as you walk up, you know, your parents pay, and then uh, you you guys walk up, and they put a little stamp on the back of your hands, and then they use, like, a, a black light to make sure it shows up. Uh, so it doesn't leave a mark. You know, you don't want to get your clothes dirty or anything, kink off the clothes. That's not really mm-hmm. cool. What, so the, what does all, the mark look like? It's numbers. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's numbers. You're five twelve through five sixteen. Um, yeah. So you all head in. Uh, you head up to the counter. Parents pay for some some coins. Each of you gets twenty tokens to start out with, and uh, you're let loose. What do we see? The um, so you see rows of games. Uh, you know, obviously the ski ball, the basketball game, there's a couple of different arcade machines, like video game arcades, you know, you can, you can play different racing games and stuff. There's like one of those, uh, one of those, what are they called? Jet ski games where you got to ride, like race a jet ski through turns and whatnot. Uh, there's one of those, uh, flying bikes that York was talking about, uh, right in the middle of it all and actually overlapping going like right underneath the ceiling is a set of tubes, uh, the over, over past the tubes is like the row of ski ball machines. Uh, and then obviously there's the big seating area, the dining area. And then on the other side of the dining area back there is the, the stage. And that is where, uh, there's a big red curtain in front of it right now, but every hour on the hour, the red curtains opens up and the Mark F meets band comes out. And you all would know, of course, that Mark is a badger. Mm. Um, just a big animatronic badger. He's got a beaver in his uh, band. He's got a goose in his band and a couple of others. Um, and then uh, off to the side, uh, thank you, Andrew, uh, off to the side of the um, play area is the ticket counter where you, once you've played your games, you win tickets. And when you take your tickets to the ticket counter, there's all sorts of prizes and everything. Uh, and then obviously back behind the ticket counter is the kitchen where they prepare all the food and stuff. So I think uh, Seth, yeah, like as soon, as soon as we let into the place, he immediately goes to the ticket counter to figure out, you know, what's there and to know like, okay, if I'm going to be stuck here, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to take home a prize. So like what, sure. what sort of prizes do we have at the ticket counter? Right, you've got to do some mental math in order to, to, to see how exactly. many tickets you need to get and how, like what kind of games you need to play in order to get the most amount of tickets. Like, you know, exactly. you can probably score a good amount of tickets on those games where you have to stop the timer at the exact right moment. You know, like you, you're probably pretty good at that. Uh, but yeah, you've got typical bouncy balls. You've got the little finger traps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, little toy soldiers, stickers, stamps, uh, little marker kits. Um, silly bands, of course. I don't know if those are still trademarked. Uh, <laughs> if those are still, <laughs> we might need to cut that out. Uh, <laughs> we don't worry about it. Uh, but you've also got, obviously, once you get up into the more, like the bigger tiers, you've got things like the paper airplane launchers, um, your, uh, your slide whistles, right? Your, um, your slinkies, uh, you know, that kinds of stuff. And then obviously at the top tier, once you get into like, 
basically what's on the, the wall below thousands you've got the big stuffed animals the nerf guns the uh you know you've got all sorts of stuff um lovely yeah well, Seth's just kind of like man i always wanted to get the stuff mark f meat there's I also just, an RC helicopter up there, by the way. I always wanted to get him, but I never could get enough tickets. And every time I tried to save up, mom would end up throwing them away. So, like, you know, I never could actually save up <laughs> and get any. God. Um, I look is looking up at the, at the badger and he says, you know, he's based off of a real badger. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, it was, was the badger's name... Mark F. Meat? Well, Marcus Funtertainment Meats, yes. <laughs> I put my hand on your shoulder, uh, Seth, and I, uh, I hand you my cup of tokens. And I go, you get yourself that badger. And then I, I, I look over across the room and I, I say to myself, it's tube time. And I, I head towards <laughs> the tubes. Cool. Yeah, you head over to the two. James, where's James going? Um, I think he's going to start with some skee-ball. He kind of warmed up, you know? Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, Yeah, you guys head over. So we'll start with uh, skee-ball first. James, you head over there. Go ahead and give me uh, do anything for skee-ball. Cool, cool. Uh, I rolled a six. Hey, you nice get ski ball, ball too. You're really good at ski ball, and uh, so you yeah. like right off the bat, you're hitting the 500s. You're hitting the 500s. You even you got it your way. You're feeling it, right? So you head for a thousand yeah. up in the top left corner, sinks directly in. You get like 50 tickets right off the bat. It's crazy. You're going wild. Um, awesome, Noah. What are you? What are you doing? What's uh, I, I think Seth, Seth followed him over because he's like, okay, I, I've now got 40 tokens. I, I can I can play it easy at first. So he just pops one into the skee ball machine next to mm-hmm. uh, next to James is going to play, you know, at the same time. Yeah, give me give me do anything for skee ball. Two. Two. So Seth, you know when you walk up and you want so badly to be good at something, and the person oh, yeah, next to you is, and you're just not. Mm-hmm. And that sh- deep shame that you feel inside <laughs> because you're like, like part of you is just like, it's just ski ball, right? Like it's just for fun. But then the other part of you is like, man, he's really good at ski ball. <laughs> it's kind of like that feeling I get whenever I play online uh, crucible in destiny Two. <laughs> uh, it's just like, this is just for fun, but these people are just so good. Uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, so you you get like four tickets out of the skee ball machine. It's not a lot. Um, awesome. And Freaking then, machine um, must be broken. <laughs> Derek, yeah, you kick the machine, and then a, a guy walking around goes, "Hey, don't, hey, don't kick the machine." <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Dang it, uh, Derek. You start heading up into the tubes. Yeah. What what is that like? Can you describe uh, what you're what you're doing in there? It's a comfort space for me. One of the few that I have. Uh, Derek has a lot of anxiety, and he has his whole life. It, it's been getting better lately. He's been trying to be a more of a relaxed guy, um, but there's just something it's, it's puberty. something about those tubes that's comforting to him. Just being in there, nothing else can get to him. He's in those tubes, and uh, he's up. You know, they kind of go up above too, and he's 
kind of got an overwatch of the whole area. So I think I, I crawl up in and I find, you know, sometimes they'll have like a little circular plastic little divot. Uh, it's kind of like a window you can look down into. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, I find a comfy spot and I, I watch my friends. Cool. Uh, give me a sense roll. Cool. Uh, that's, I have sense three. So that's four, five, and two, which makes 11. An 11, yeah. Behind you and to the right, you hear a scuttling sound. It's like... Okay, Uh, so something... Would you say it sounds like another child or like something else? I think that it could be another child. It could be... I mean, it sounds anything... I mean, again, you're in these tubes and it's kind of echoey, so it's kind of hard to say exactly Mm -hmm. what it is. But you do hear something. You're not alone in these tubes. Yeah, I, I guess then I uh, I look down at my at my pals. I see them playing ski ball, and I uh, I, I look over and I go, hmm, "Might as well check it out." And I uh, I turn around uh, and I start heading towards the scuttling. So, um, okay, you come to a a, a set of pipes in front of you that uh, diverge. One goes left, one goes right. Which way do you go? Uh, I go left. You go left. As you are making your way through this tube, um, you start to smell just a foul odor. Oof. I saw York down there. (laughs) (laughs) He, he He didn't bring any of his... He didn't bring any of his meats from his locker, so I don't know what it could be. Yeah, no, you're you're making your way through. Go ahead and give me another sense roll. This is gonna be an easy one because you, you can smell it. But uh, that is a nine. Yeah, right off the bat, you're 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 going forward slowly at first because you do sense that you do smell this terrible odor. You do see it up ahead of you, just around the corner. There's kind of like an opening where it's like a it's a circular area, and you go in one, and you can mm-hmm. go through another direction. And in that circular area, you do see a diaper just sitting in the tubes. Oh, that's <laughs> rough. And time's up. <laughs> so let's pull up that wheel. I could show it on the stream. Let's see if I can do that. I think I can just like, oh gosh, that's huge. That's going to look real bad. Let's see if I can make it smaller and just put it like <laughs> over where my face is. No, ain't going to happen, folks. <laughs> Spin that wheel. That's not true. I can do this. <laughs> All right, spinning that wheel. Oh, okay. And Noah, it's you, buddy. Oh boy. Yeah. In case, in case anyone was wondering, we do use wheelofnames.com for our spins. It's a wonderful so. website specifically for this. It's great for spinning wheels. All right, Love Noah, do you wheel. mind if we take a quick break before you start? Because, oh, boy, I sure. got to pee real bad. <laughs> Honestly, well, there's I a can, diaper can, in the tubes with you. You can just I can stand to pee myself as well. So, yeah, I, I'm fine taking a minute. All right, let's take a quick it's break. A we'll get back with break. Noah in just a second. Pee, pee, potty break. See, I went pee before we started, so I'm just here chilling. I'll go ahead and uh, let's see what's going on in the chat. How's it going, everybody? Ever prepared. Yes, Andrew, I am always prepared. 
So cute. Thank you. It's Jacob. It's not Valentine's Day. It's St. Patrick's Day. Uh, if you were to guess how many D6s I had on my desk right now, what number would you guess? Hunter, you're excluded because you know. You're right. Andrew guessed 10. Yeah, I know. We didn't do a Valentine's Day this year. Uh, we, we we thought we'd do some different ones than we did last year. Like, last year we didn't have a St. Patrick's Day episode. And so we were like, oh, let's do a St. Patrick's Day episode this year. And, like, you know, we might do some other, uh, other holidays that we didn't necessarily get to last year. So uh, Nathan guessed 1. Andrew, would you like to please explain to me how you could have 10.7 D6s? What would that look like? The correct answer, um, by the way, is 6. I have 66 on my desk right now. Oh, that's one less, one more than me. I got five. Yeah, one of them is very small, and his name is Stefan. I've got green. I got black. I got white. I got red, and I got bronze. I got four D6s. I've got red and white, yellow and black, pinky sparkles, on spurs. Oh! Way to go, Jay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Guess, guess the right number of, of D6s as Keaton hurts his bum, I guess. what was? What uh, I knocked my chair into my microphone, and it made a really loud noise. Oh. I have one D6 because the other eight I own are in a different room and I'm too lazy to go get them. Heck yeah. Alright. Well, we are about to hop back in this now that we've all taken a potty break. Yes, Noah? I've uh, we, we don't usually give others time to prepare, so I hope that you weren't actually preparing while you were peeing. I thought I thought these split of one episodes, detail. we're supposed to just jump right through. I, I thought of one detail, and that's it. All right. Okay. Sorry, when I knocked my microphone, I unplugged the lights on my desk, <laughs> and so I, I had to fix that. I need my green lights for St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Getting back to it. All well, that'll be cut out of the actual show, so congrats. Hey, before before folks. we hop too far into this, um, Noah, Hunter, and Keaton, why yes. are you wearing green? Um, You don't know that I'm not. I just don't own any green shirts. That is the lamest. Like, you might as well be in middle school. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> I'm wearing green underwear. I'm not. Show I'm not me. wearing I'm not going to show green. you my underwear. That's gross. And the truth is, I, I don't wearing... own any green. I was wearing a green cardigan earlier, but it's kind of hot in my house, and so I took it off. Mm. Gotcha. I put this shirt on, and then I had the thought, I should put on a green shirt, and then I I walked away from my bedroom and came here. <laughs> <laughs> I See, I, I did think about this, and that's why I, I specifically made this overlay for this stream, because I didn't have any green to wear. I was like, I'm not going to be wearing any green. Let's just overload the screen with green and turn my lights green and hope that that makes <laughs> up. No one will notice. <laughs> No one will notice except for all of our viewers. Noah, your time begins now. So you keep crawling towards 
the diaper. <sighs> Actually, I don't uh, think I do. You don't? Okay. I see the Let's diaper see, and I you... stop and I go, good God. And I, I start backing up in the tube. <laughs> I'm imagining I'm imagining a middle schooler who hasn't, like your voice has dropped, but you haven't grown very much. And no. So <laughs> yes, I'm the same approximate size and character. My voice has just God. dropped. Yeah. So so you start you start backing up, and again the the smell kind of wafts with you as you uh, crawl backwards. Uh, and, and then you hear that scuttling noise again coming coming from behind you off off on the the right path. What's that? Uh, I guess yeah, I'll turn right this time because I guess uh, in my mind I've associated the two separately then. One, there's a diaper. I'm gonna have to report that. Uh, but two, there's still some scuttling up here, so I'm gonna go check it out. All right, and so uh, Derek starts crawling off to the right. York, what 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 have you done since coming into uh, Mark F. Meets? York went straight to the bicycle. He he looked at the clock first, and he noticed that it's like fifteen minutes or so until it's time to really get started. Uh, you know, with the main event. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, we know. So what you're he about. went he went he went straight to the 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 air bike to spend some time, feeling like he was back home. Lovely. Uh, make a um, make a remembrance check for me. If you don't have anything that's specifically with that, I don't. Roll to one. <laughs> so you get on the bike, you strap yourself. What, in. what did you roll? These are you got to combat these rolls. Yeah, no, I knew you didn't do that. I tried to call you out for that once. <laughs> Well, this one, with this one though, I mean, I was more—I wasn't trying to roll against him. I was more just seeing. That's what, how the rules how of this system work. You but always I, roll I have against. To go over the rules at the beginning of the we episode. We always follow every rule in every RPG we play. <laughs> Cut. Um, I'm gonna pause your time because you're right. We did need to go to over fair, the rules, and I forgot. And I'm gonna fair, put that at the beginning of the episode. Just say I that. forgot that rule before I had them roll checks, and so I also did not roll against anyone. I was just thinking to myself, oh, I rolled a one, that's a failure, and then I was like, Actually, is it not? Okay, let me pull up a roll for shoes. It depends um, on what no one rolls. And read I those. I can never remember the rules of the show. Okay. Um, I'm just going to cut this right after I explain how split episodes work. If you don't remember how uh, Roll for Shoes works, which is the system we play here on our holiday specials, it's very simple. It's only got six rules, and the whole rule book, if you can even call it a rule book, and I'm going to read them for you right now because it's that short and simple. Rule number one, say what, you, say what you want to do and roll a number of D6s determined by the level of the relevant skill you have. If the sum of your roll is higher than the opposing roll, the thing you want to happen happens. At the beginning of the game, you only have one skill, do anything one. That's not true for us, though, because the beginning of the game was our 2019 <laughs> um, uh, Halloween special, so we do have carryover skills from beforehand. Uh, rule number four, if you roll all sixes, you get to level up that skill and get it as an actual skill if you didn't have it beforehand. Rule number five, if you roll... Uh, for every roll that you fail, you get one experience point. 
And rule number six, experience points can be used to change any die into a six for advancement purposes only. So that's important. You can't change a nat one into a six and succeed. However, you can turn it into a six in the sense that you can now get whatever you just tried to do as a skill. So that's how roll for shoes works. Uh, and remember the GM rolls against you. They determine how many die they're gonna roll. Yes. And that's Obviously. how that works. Come on, like we, we have that, that's such an easy rule to remember. Uh-huh. Like, for real, you we, got, we gotta remember that. You'll definitely so, hear that come up again. And cut back to the future. <laughs> so what did you roll, Noah? A five. Okay. So I failed. That's a failure on me in the market yes, experience. Yes, you, you, you failed to remember. Uh, yeah, so so York gets into the bike and straps himself in, puts the puts the token in. And, you know, like he was just so excited to be like, oh, I'm, 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 this is going to feel like I'm at home. And this bike... Instead of going in a clockwise fashion, it goes in a counterclockwise fashion. And it throws him off completely. What? What is this? What? No! This is completely wrong! Yeah. He's having a bad time. You kind of go up, you know, you kind of float for a little bit, you come back down. And, yeah, you, you you didn't remember anything as this was a very bad experience for you. Did I see anything when I was at the top? Uh, no. I want to. I want to do. I want to do like a perception check. Sure. Yeah. Make make a perception check. I've got. Uh, oh, I roll three for this. That's a twelve. Okay, so you, you succeed, and um, as as you were kind of going up, you see. You see Seth kicking a ski ball machine and a uh, Mark F. Meets employee coming over and reprimanding him. Uh, you don't, and, and then you see you see James right next to him, kind of smugly laughing at him as he is getting uh, told off. You don't, you don't see uh, Derek anywhere, but you kind of you kind of you know you scan around, you don't see him. Uh, and you look like up at the tubes and you see that like there's one of those like just plastic walls where like you know there's a picture on the outsides mm-hmm. and then you know people the kids will be sitting in there playing and you know they're supposed to you know making pictures or whatever and it's it's a uh, a picture of a factory on the outside with some like hooks hanging down and you know some gears and stuff and sure uh, like like what is normal at a <laughs> at a mark f meets yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> it's called the, mark uh, kind of the decor you gotta, you gotta know there's going. a butcher shop theme in here somewhere of course. exactly oh exactly. i thought noah was talking about like those things they have on playgrounds where you like move the wheel oh. through the thing <laughs> wait wait no no deep cut in our most recent Halloween special, York's biggest fear was butchers and butcher shops. I wonder if there's a connection with this location. Maybe so. I wasn't planning for there to be a butcher theme in here, but... <laughs> there is now. Uh, and... <laughs> York, York, looks up, York looks up at that, uh, at that um, facade with... Um, not like terror, but he looks at it with a, a wariness. Yeah. Um, uh, and as you are warily staring at the facade, you see a flash of green just kind of scuttle by really quickly. You couldn't make out what it was, but there is something green 
inside of the tubes. And then you kind of go back down. You, you you lower back down to the thing. In the tubes? Uh, feeling bad about, you know, this flying bike machine going the wrong way. I say, I say to myself, it must be like how it is with the toilets, how they flush the wrong way in this part of the world. York mm. hasn't ridden a bike since he arrived in Twin Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and so uh, with Seth and James, uh, the, the, the employee kind of walks away and, and Seth is just, how did you get so good at skee-ball? I mean, it's literally just throwing balls in holes. It can't be that hard. Um, listen, man, it's either just the natural athletic talent, you got it or you don't, and, uh, yeah, he gives him a thumbs up. Uh, he, Seth, Seth rolls his eyes, and it's like, let's go find York. I'm sure maybe he'll know some cheap, easy way to get some tickets. Sounds good. Um, so, uh, Seth, Seth sees him over at the bicycle thing and kind of walks over. York! How, uh, you you say that in your homeland, that the this is where the Mark F. Meets franchise started, right? So, like, what's the best way to get tickets here at Mark F. Meets? Well, I mean, as we all know, the best way to get tickets would be to perform the Duncan Maneuver. But it's highly illegal and can result in several, several years in prison. So I don't know if that's something that you would want to partake in or... <laughs> Seth seriously considers this. Do you know how to perform the Duncan Maneuver? Oh, yes, all children do. At least in my case. <laughs> <laughs> it's innate knowledge. You're born with it. How risky are you feeling today, York? I want to I want to take a look around and see like what kind of staff there is on the grounds of the like the play area where all the games are. Yeah, yeah. Make make another perception roll for me. And also like where like if there are any cameras that are looking around, if I can see any like dead spots. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a. Oh, I guess this would be perception. Yeah. Then I rolled a fifteen. Okay, yeah, no, you rolled way above the four that I rolled. Um, Look at you so, following the rules. Mm. See, like, haha, it's great. Rules, 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 rules. Rules rule, man. Uh, you look up, you know, like, York kind of takes a second, takes a deep breath in, and then, like, Mission Impossible theme starts playing in his head as he, like, overanalyzes the room. He sees... Five cameras, one at the front entrance, one at the entrance into, you know, going into the kitchen, one just over above the play area, one next to the stage, and one over the prize counter. Okay, you see three employees. The uh, tall, lanky, pimply boy who uh, was berating Seth. You see that there is a lady. Sorry, let me just go back. Hey, Keaton, his voice should have sounded like this. Hey, man, don't. Don't kick the machines. Yeah, exactly. So you can, exactly. You can enter more, more that along in those lines. Back whenever I I'll said. definitely remember <laughs> to do that. 
Uh, there, there is a woman in probably her early 40s with a purple pixie cut uh, at the prize station. And, <laughs> so and you see you see a dude like through like the pass through into the kitchen. You see just a man, but you can't really make out who he is. But you know that there's a man in the kitchen. York is going to pull out his um, lockpicking tools and go over to a, a game that he thinks isn't being watched by security cameras or by uh, or that is that is at least far enough along the route of the pimply boy to not be caught. Gotcha. Yeah. So you, you see you see one of those uh, like shooting games where it has like the like guns attached like the like the swivel guns attached mm-hmm. to it. Um, it, it's called Ghosty Goblins, okay. And like the, the little gun looks like a uh, a tombstone with a camera on the other side of it. It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But you mm-hmm. you kind of go up to it and like you see you see the pimply guy uh, walking over to the basketball machines and he puts a token in and he's starting to play the basketball machine, not paying any attention to the rest of the uh, arcade. Cool. I'm going to try to lockpick this uh, panel open and try to access the tickets that are on the inside. Okay. Uh, I rolled 11, and I am going to upgrade that 5 to a 6 with my experience point, so now I've got a lockpicking 3. There you go. Yeah. Um, you, you succeed. Yeah, so you, you, pull out, you pull out your things, and you start fiddling with it. Kind of cut back over to make sure that the 40-year-old lady with the purple pixie cut isn't paying any attention to you. And you get kind of back into it, and then all of a sudden it's just a little... And the panel on the side falls open, and you see just a wheel of tickets. So... What I'm going, the way I imagine the tickets sit inside is like, you know, they're kind of like laying on top of each other like this. When they fold out, they kind of like, you know, mm, do mm, that mm. maneuver. Um, and so I'm going to lift up from the bottom and take them from the bottom and just take a bunch from the bottom and rip them off and then close the panel back up so that it doesn't run out immediately. It's it's going to go for a while because if I ripped it from the top and just took all the tickets out, then the people would know that the tickets are gone. They, you know, if they just replaced them, then it'd be weird if they were all gone. So I'm going to mm, take them mm. out of there, close back up, lock it back up. Uh, before I do, I turn around and look at uh, Seth and I say, all right, Seth, I need a ton of your tokens. It's okay. a good trade. Uh. It's a good trade. This is a risky game. But I need a lot of your tokens. Yeah. And so, so he pulls out his cup of 39 tokens and pours like 12 into his hand. Is, is this enough? More. Oh, oh. He pours out and he hands you like 25. Is this, is this enough? A, a little bit more. He, he grabs two more out of the cup, puts okay, it in good. his hand. Yeah, yeah. And then he empties the tokens into the token receptacle. So at least it looks like you've spent a lot of your tokens. Then he's mm. going to go mm. and get behind a machine and start ripping up the tickets so that they don't look like they all – and at random intervals, so it doesn't look like they all just came out in one big line because that would have been a big deal and people would have been walking around looking, right? Mm. And mm. so so he's, he's ripping up these tickets in you know random assortments, and a couple of them are like 50 tickets long. It's like, oh, you won big that one round, but then the others are, 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 are less. Yeah, and then, and then he hands them back to Seth, and he goes, all right, now – don't actually re- redeem these until later. Okay. 
York, I have never been more impressed with you ever. You are. It's all, it's all thanks to Duncan, baby. <laughs> uh, we're going to cut back to Derek. Derek and the tubes. I'm crawling. You're kind of going. You're going to the right. Give me give me a perception or a sense roll. 14. You just barely passed. Um hard to see. You you it's more this thing. As you as you uh go into you know you you kind of walk you crawl into this thing you see uh like oh this is a big wall you see out into the arcade and you kind of look down and like and like a weird angle below you you see york like frantically ripping up tickets uh i was for myself ah the duncan <laughs> maneuver <laughs> I'm really enjoy. Uh, I, I'm I'm flip flopping between hating and enjoying this wise old Derek <laughs> <laughs> in a small boy's body. You hear, you you, you hear the the, the pitter pattering noise of the scattering. Then all of a sudden, you hear just ding ding ding. Like, does it sound like a recorded ding, like an arcade machine, or like an actual bell? No, it sounds like an actual bell is being rung inside of the tube area you are in. I uh, scrunch up my nose, uh, trying to forget the the smell of the diaper, and I uh, I go, very curious, and I I head more towards the bell sound. You know, you, you, you start to kind of crawl forward, and then all of a sudden you feel like you can't move forward anymore. Like, you, you, you're, like, crawling, but and you're trying to move, but, like, you feel stuck. Your time's up. <laughs> and... Oop, it's still going off. Stop. Stop. Okay. Uh, let's pull up that wheel. You gonna spin it? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm going to shift to the stream. You can see it the first, though. But now it's time to spin the wheel. Spin that wheel. Thank goodness it's not me, because that's Hunter <laughs> right there. <laughs> okay. So, so I will be rounding it off at the end. And perfect. oops, everyone can see that's your favorite. Now. That's your favorite one, Keaton. Let's go back to this one. There we go. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Um, that is my favorite. I love to end round it out. Hunter, hold your horses, because first I have to set your timer again. And, okay, Hunter, your time begins so, now. Derek, you can't move, and you continue to hear the kind of dinging, but it's getting further away, kind of like it's receding from you. Um, and you're still trying to kind of process what's going on, when all of a sudden on the stage, there's kind of some lights out of the front of the stage, and they all start kind of flashing because it is the hour, so it is mm. it is time. The big red curtains roll open, uh, and it is time for the show. York is running to grab a front row seat. I Seth, think uh, Seth is trying his hardest not to appear excited. Like he kind of you know like jumps forward really fast for a second, and then like catches himself. 
and then like overly casually walks up and sits right next to York. <laughs> Can I Man, tell? I always, you know, from the hated tubes. this show. Uh, I think there's kind of like one of those bubble windows that you're not like right next to it, but it's ahead of you, kind of at the angle that you can see the stage. Uh, I have to play true to my character. While I might might may have wizened a bit, I am still a child at heart. Um, and I see this, and I go, oh, "I can't miss the show." And I, I start backing up to to leave the tubes to go to go watch the show. So I think that uh, James he kind of walks over to the basketball, but instead of starting and playing it, he turns and looks at the stage. So, uh, you know, basically on the stage, you got a big, uh, first there's a kind of a big electronic badger and he's playing guitar, uh, on his right, you got a beaver, this, uh, beaver, he's kind of, uh, he's playing like the keyboard, you know, he's got that going, uh, to the badger's left, he has kind of a, a goose with a trumpet, um, the interesting part is a trumpet is just kind of like protruding out of its mouth and then its hands are like below it. It's kind of at a weird angle. It doesn't seem like you're not really sure how that works. It's it's funny because the feathers are like, how could a feather press down on the <laughs> trumpet? You don't know, but... Uh, and then behind them, there's a drum set and the drummer is a worm with arms. <laughs> Dear God. Sh- shout Talk out to They Might Be Giants. Just straight nightmare fuel right there. <laughs> I'm going to dream of There's that a, tonight. For, hey, hey, for those of you who don't know, there is a They Might Be Giants song called Dr. Worm, and it is about a worm who plays the drums. So, oh. Hunter, I don't know if that's what you were going for, but. That was. I was good referencing form. that. Thank good you form. for catching that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so <laughs> they kind of come out, and, uh, you know. The lights kind of keep flashing. And then I think there's like a screen behind them. And the screen starts doing kind of a countdown. It's like big flashing numbers. Ten, nine, eight. Eight, and, uh, seven, Once six. they get down to about like six, the, uh, the pimpled worker, he kind of slowly makes his way over. He sits down on a chair in the back, kind of keeping an eye on you guys, making sure you're not going too have, like, have I crazy, not getting on the stage or anything. Yeah, I think you arrive... Um, probably about when we get to two i see this man sit down um and i just i, I lean up behind him seeing that he's trying to sit and relax and i go uh there's a diaper in the tubes excuse me yeah diaper up in them tubes smells real bad might want to take care of that i i don't get paid enough and he gets up and he walks off and goes to like the janitor's closet i sit in the seat he was sitting in okay so like (laughs) right as you get seated the one flashes and then the screen kind of like it bursts with like balloons and like fireworks just all the stuff and music just starts blasting um it's just kind of like instrumental music at first kind of like easing its way in no words. A very like fast, uptune beat, you know. Seth is losing his gosh dang mind. Like he's he's already on his feet, clapping along to the instrumental music, dancing a little bit. This is his favorite part about Mark F. Meets is the Mark York, F. Meet band show. York is just kind of watching in wonder. Because it's I mean it's kind of amazing that these animals are just able to get up and do this time and time again 
without ever growing tired of the song. <laughs> it's like it just amazes him. I've uh, yeah, I've propped my legs up on the chair in front of me, crossed them, sitting back, enjoying. I think James is kind of slowly getting closer and closer. Like he was kind of like right next to the basketball thing, and he's kind of like inching his way. And now he's just standing like a few feet behind the chairs. And uh, this keeps going for a while. They like wrap up their song. Uh, and then they kind of wave at the crowd, and then they launch into just a second song. Um, and it's kind of, it's also kind of fast-paced, but it's a little bit, a little bit different. Um, and this is going on, you know, just like the uh, second. And meanwhile, in the background, the uh, worker, he's made his way now into the tubes. He's kind of, he's climbing up in there. He's got like, you know, a broom and a mop and kind of a little tra- handheld trash can. How's he going to get a mop up in those tubes? <laughs> there's some Very tight, carefully. There's some tight corners up in there. Is it like, do you, can you like unscrew it at the middle? <laughs> Retractable That's, mop. It's more like he hey, pops it into place. It's like, what's Maybe one of you will have mop. to go up there and find out. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets going up there and, you know, the animals, they're just like, Biden doing well. This has probably been going on about six or seven minutes now. And uh, they wrap up this song and then they kind of like wave again. Uh, I think the the uh, Badger kind of chimes in. It's like, Please, uh, it's trying to think. Mark like F. A, meets. Mark F. Meets. Excuse Thank me, you. you're right. Oh, uh, that's all, kids. Woohoo! <laughs> York says, Thank you, Mark. Um, <laughs> I love you, Mark. And I think that <laughs> Noah has gone completely frozen on my end, which means he has on the stream too. Yeah. Can, can y'all hear oh, me? You're back. You're back. Yeah, you're, you're, you're back. back. Yeah. Okay. There back. we go. He's back. It was just funny blew, because it was blew right out your audio and your video. <laughs> and your video. <laughs> it was right in the middle of. <laughs> Um, so the curtain starts to close when all of a sudden all the tubes above you, they just kind of start shaking. Um, and kind of, you can see, you know, where they're like put together, kind of pieces fit together in between those very thin cracks comes kind of like a green mist and it just kind of fills up the entire room. Um, and the badger and beaver and goose they all kind of just fall over off their stands they crash to the ground you see kind of the wires and stuff coming out of them but the worm does not it becomes kind of animated and it crawls up into the tube and disappears up into them um i want nightmare fuel (laughs) right so technically according to the rules of roll for shoes you roll for something you want to happen and if it rolls correctly it happens um I want to have pulled out a gas mask and my sound gun um, just by the time okay. anyone else notices. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be good. do anything because I don't have a prepared yeah. roll. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, that would be a three. So I rolled a six. Okay. So um, Fair <laughs> I understand. I think, I think you like you realize it's happening, you get the things out, and then all of a sudden the like green mist kind of hits you. And I think it was the real faster than you expect. You you drop both those things. Mm. Um, they're not they're like at your feet. You okay. just 
Yeah. So he had a gas mask and a gun on him. In it's a sound Mark gun. I must reiterate, it is a sound gun. I did not stroll into Mark F. Meats with a fully loaded firearm. <laughs> he just couldn't get it out fast enough. <laughs> so what? what is the rest of you's kind of reaction to this, to seeing these three robots laying on the ground kind of ripped out of their mooring, I, and the I other one over, is just slithered away? I go over to Mark to make sure he's okay. I, I I I follow York, but like I drop down on my knees in front of the body of Mark F. Meats, just so, a couple of tears starting to I roll. Think there's some like quiet music still emitting from him, and he's like moving his arms a little bit with like the guitar still, but like there's kind of sparks coming out of him. You can see the wires and stuff. He's not he's not in good shape. Um, at this point, I've picked up my gas mask and strapped it to my face, just in case. Um, and I, I stroll over to the group, and I, I see them mourning a bit, and I'm like, uh, fellas, did you forget? Uh, and I pull up my phone calendar, and I go, uh, it's a holiday. Gotta be prepared. Something going on on those tubes. Heard some scuttling. Why is it... That every holiday something horrible happens to us. Listen, guys, um, Mr. Bombs isn't ruining this for me. I, I gotta go set the high score on that basketball thing before he does anything else crazy. Uh, we can go up in the tubes, but I'm setting that basketball score first. And James runs over, <laughs> and he puts his tokens in. Um, I guess I roll against myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I rolled the same both times. Did this tie go to the uh, game master or the player? Wait, did you tie? Reroll. Yeah, I tied. uh, It's not in the rules, but for the sake of rolling against yourself, reroll. Okay, so James starts just, like, picking up basketballs and just shooting them like crazy. Um, And, you know, it's going pretty well at first, but then the, the buzzer goes off, and he's finished second. He did not break the high score. Gosh! Who's st- this machine's broken. Someone, it, no one could get that high. This is it's the machine's messed up. Where'd that? Where'd the worker go? Uh, where, where are the rest of you guys doing while James is trying unsuccessfully to set a high score in basketball? Uh, York is going to. Where are all the adults in here? Like, I'm gonna walk over. I'm gonna run over to the uh, ticket counter. Okay, so you run over there, um, and I think basically the woman who is working over there, when this kind of happened, she pulled the fire alarm, kind of you know, in a panic, thinking like, oh, Smoke, that seems like the right alarm. thing to do, and just nothing happened. She pulled it, and no. You know, it's supposed to kind of do the fire alarm and, like, evacuate the building, and just, she pulled it, nothing. So, she's kind of panicking now, you know, this was, she's probably not really trained for an emergency, and she has been told, you know, if there is one, pull the fire alarm, and that's, that's kind of the end of her list. Gotcha. Is she there, though? Like, is she still here? Uh, yeah, she's still standing behind the counter. Um, I think she, like, she just... She's probably trying to decide, should I go talk to the parents who are in that kind of little cafeteria area to the side? Do I, should I just leave? What's my next move? I'm going to run up to her and say, this is an emergency. 
I need the slingshot on the upper shelf and a bunch of bouncy balls. Uh, sure, whatever. Just take it. And she throws you the slingshot and just a handful of bouncy balls. Okay, cool. Uh, then I'm going to head for the tubes. All right. Seth pulls out his flashlight, because he's always got a flashlight on him these days, and clicks <laughs> it on. It's like, York, I've got your back. York readies a, um, a, a bouncy ball in the slingshot. We're going in. He's, all he's right. going up in the tubes. Uh, James comes over and he's, all right, guys, yeah, I, I got this. I'll go with y'all. And he follows you in. Wait, did he set the record? He did not. He gave okay. up after he finished second. Okay. I missed that. Uh, I, I step I, in I front of York before he... and I, uh, I put my arms out and I'm like, let me lead the way. I go in first. Okay. I've been in these tubes. I know my way. It's true. It's true. All right. So I think you guys, uh, you get up there. I think ever so often you'll feel the whole kind of tube system shake a little bit. Not enough that you're like, oh gosh, it's about to fall out of the ceiling, but enough that you can tell like there's a big animatronic worm wiggling around in here that's not <laughs> supposed to be in here. <laughs> Um, and I think you guys, you basically, you get to where Derek was earlier, where it kind of split off to the left and the right. Uh, which way are you guys going to go? Um, I, I, right. Yeah. I, I turn right. back and I go, where's a diaper to the left? Heard the skeleton down the right. <laughs> I turn right. Ew. Gross. Your goes <laughs> classic. <laughs> 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 Um, so I think you guys go right, and you guys go a little bit further, and you find, uh, the pimpled worker from earlier, and basically he's kind of crawling around on his hands and knees, uh, and he has, like, the mop, he's been, it's been getting stuck, he's been having to remove it, and he's kind of muttering under his breath, and when he sees you, Derek, he goes, hey, I can't find that diaper anywhere, like, you, why'd you, you made it up. Negative, sir. Down left. You seen a worm? A what? Worm. Like Franklin! Franklin the worm, the drummer. <laughs> He's here somewhere. <laughs> in the tubes. Um I think he gives you kind of a shocked expression and he looks out. There's kind of like one of the windows right and he looks at the stage and he, he starts to point down at it and then he sees kind of the other three animatronic animals laying on the ground and he goes what did did you four do that? Negative, sir. No, you seen no. a worm. <laughs> um, I think right as you ask this the second time, the stoops start shaking, and the worm just comes barreling down the tunnel, kind of around a corner, right at the five of you. Uh, I want. Okay, tell me about this worm. So, in my mind, these animatronics had like goofy faces on them. Absolutely. I, is that the case for this worm? Like, does it have a big open yeah. mouth? So it has like a big open mouth. It's kind of like the expression. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to try for those to shoot listening. A... Hunter did a very large open mouth smile. I want to try to shoot a bouncy ball into the open mouth and see if I can gum up the works. 
and and like stop it the mechanisms inside from moving all right uh <laughs> do you have a relevant skill or should you roll anything uh this is gonna be do anything one all righty unless you want to count throw but uh no uh, that's a one. Oof, that's a five. Um, so you're trying to shoot a bouncy ball into its mouth. I think that you shoot the bouncy ball, and we're in some tight tubes, and it just starts bouncing around, and eventually it plonks the pimple man right in the head, um, just right <laughs> in his temple, and he smacks down on the ground unconscious. Uh, York goes... <laughs> <laughs> Oops! Dang, York got the got them strong arms on the on the slingshot, man. Hold on, guys. Guys, uh, I'm gonna pause my time here, and I have to pee again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've been sitting here needing to, and I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> Can't believe this. This has never been a problem before. I don't like in our recordings. I don't think we've ever taken a break to go pee. We, we, we'll, we'll usually go pee, like, beforehand. Yeah. You know? But, like, never in the middle. It's the live audience. They get the, like, bladder working. Mm. That's a really just weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the audience, how they just get the bladder working? You yeah. Know? man. Totally. Get the bladder working. Uh, Andrew, Andrew asks if uh, Keaton has kidney stones. And that's a very the answer would question. be yes, he does. I placed them there oh. yesterday. Okay. I was going to say we could ask him when he gets back, but you seem very certain about this, so I'm just mm-hmm. going to trust you. I, really I'm very satisfied with this episode because all I really wanted was when there were tubes, I was like, I want to make a giant animatronic worm, and I want to put them <laughs> in the tubes. And I got to do it. You got there. You got there. You, you commanded the situation, and you put that worm in the tube. And I respect you for that. You know, That's all I'm, I really wanted. I'm just curious as to how this one's going to end. I, I'm always curious as to how they're going to end. But, like, this one seems like we got, like, four or five running threads that none of us have actually followed there's, any there's, of them. There's a Yay for me. Lady. <laughs> how did your – did you pass your kidney stone? Uh, no. It's still on there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for yes ending. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, let me uh, put on my timer. But yes, you're right. Typically, we follow somewhat of a structure of introduction, then introduction to thing, and then doing the thing, and then resolution of the thing. But this time, it's been a lot of go to Chuck E. Cheese, and then let Keaton figure it out. <laughs> um. Um. Sorry. Mark F. Mark F. Meets. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, my time resumes. Uh, I think James is going to, like, so I know you can't, like, stand up since these tubes are tiny, so he's going to, as quickly as one can crawl, crawl at the worm. Well, tell me, uh, what is the order in here? Uh, Derek went in first, but I I would reckon to say maybe York could squeeze in between and crawl between someone, but it's pretty tight in here. I didn't really think about that. Good point. Um, I think I think the order is Derek, York, Seth, James. <laughs> James back yeah. there at the back there at the end. <laughs> James is still going for it. I'm gonna try and like crawl over the three. All right. Do you like, have any I'm sort of agility, acrobatics, uh, or anything like that? Um, squeeze, squeeze. I have like pardon I have me. climbing and jump, but I don't think either of those are applicable to this. You know what? 
if you want to roll climbing, I will say there are little divots in like these tubes. Okay. You know, you could potentially cool. get your hands in and try to crawl above us. Yeah. Or even just put your pressure on. Uh, so I'll let Sweet. you roll climbing. Like this. Yes, I like that. I actually have climbing three, so. Uh, 11. Ooh, I rolled a 12 because I did decide this was going to be a very difficult maneuver, so I rolled three <laughs> as well. Um, nice. So, however, I do think you make it past uh, York and Seth, but right at the end, you plop down right on top of me, Derek, and you're kind <laughs> of upside down right on top of me, and I think this does cause me to kind of let loose my sound gun. I don't pull the trigger, but it's right out of my reach, right in front of me in these tubes. That made the situation a lot worse. <laughs> what was the name of the worm again? Franklin. Franklin. Yeah, at this, um, you can kind of tell, um, I will say, Seth, give me some sort of perception roll from where you are to try to see between this new roadblock that has appeared in front of you. <laughs> yeah, I got perception three, so that'll be a 12. Ooh, we tied. I'm going to give it to you. Um... You can see that the the Franklin the worm doesn't appear to be doing anything other than just wriggling around and kind of moving his head back and forth watching us. Franklin, we come in peace, man. What are you doing in the tubes? Uh, He's still just wriggling. I want to try my bouncy ball maneuver again. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll m- more dice against you because you have a big roadblock in your way. That's a three. <laughs> uh, I rolled two dice and I rolled fives on both. So that's a ten. Um, I don't think there's How any do you, super okay, negative okay. consequence. Do, do you gain... You don't gain experience every time you fail, do you? Yes, Mm-mm. you do. You gain an you experience do? point. Oh. Every time you fail the roll, you gain an experience point. That's what it says in the okay, rules. Okay, well, I'm cool. going to... I'm going to... I now still have one experience point. I am going to use my last experience point from the last time I failed this roll. Okay. To give myself... Slingshot, slingshot two. two. Acceptable. <laughs> Alright, uh, I think at this point, Derek's going to... I'm just going to roll... Do, do I have anything? I'm going to roll agility. I have agility. Um, to try to squeeze himself out from under James. Uh, that would be a 10, 18 um, versus a 12. I, I have agility four. <laughs> it's because I was Spider-Man at the beginning of this. Um, it's a dexterous little dude. Yeah. Uh, so I do squeeze myself out from underneath um, James and out in front. So we're back in just an order, just with James behind me. Um <laughs> And I'm going to just prop my sound gun up and uh, turn back to the rest of you and go, uh, do I shoot? Shoot it. No, yes. don't shoot Franklin. It's it's okay. He's being possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot then because two, two outvotes one. Uh, so that's a six versus a four. I let loose my sound gun and a, a sound wave lets loose out of it. Um, and the the tubes begin to shake once more uh, quite a bit. Uh, everyone give me if you have dexterity, roll it. Otherwise, do for nothing. 
or roll for nothing. Roll for what about anything. what about dancing? Well, dancing. I've got. <laughs> what about hug? Can I hug your? I rolled roll the best. Well, what was I, your? I rolled a, I rolled a six for. Uh, what did you say for agility? Uh, or dexterity, or whatever your most relevant skill is. Hug no. I rolled a six for agility, so I'm giving myself agility two. Cool. Or agility one, I guess. It would be two. No, it'd be two. Awesome. I just do anything five. one, and then when you build on it. Oh, I should. Gotcha. I'm gonna. Yeah, I beat it. Uh, so, what was your dance roll? I didn't actually do the dance. I just did did anyone do anything? And what'd you I get? Got a six. Okay, cool. Six. Everyone passes them. Uh, I rolled <laughs> a five, um, which everyone beat somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um so yes the the sound wave from my my sound gun that i acquired during thanksgiving time with the turkey trot um just breaks these tubes right open they weren't made for that <laughs> um and we all come plummeting down onto the stage itself uh but nobody gets hurt fortunately uh we all we've been through some stuff these these past year and a half um i think the i think dodging out of the roller coaster last valentine's day just like gets into our blood and we flip out of the way um wild yeah and we we land on (laughs) our feet um except you're seth seth i think that you make a soft landing right on top of the cushiony bit of the animatronic of mark f meat himself um Mm. and we have landed back down on the stage and the worm let me roll for it Oh, I know what I'm going to do now. The worm has found itself pinned underneath one of these tubes. Seth is going to, like, okay, he's on top of Mark F. Meats, right? Yes. Well, then he's he's going to, like, reach down inside Ow. of him and see if he can activate the animatronic and control it from the outside. <sighs> That's going to have to be do anything. I will not accept any of your <laughs> current skills for that. Oh, I, I don't, don't know. I feel like hey, I feel like Hey Little Birdie might uh, work. <laughs> I, I've also if got it, so chaos. That is my first skill. <laughs> I don't. Uh, you're you're trying to get this anima trying to help you though, right? Oh, I'm trying to control it, like essentially make it into a suit of armor that I wear to beat up the worm. <laughs> okay, what's your role? Five. <laughs> What was your first roll? Because I definitely watched you roll twice. Oh, I was just rolling it. I wasn't even looking at the dice. I was just rolling it as I was listening to you talk. No, I was. I promise. I promise. I was just rolling it. I was not looking at it. I don't know. Uh, that's fine. I got a six. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you reach in. Okay, okay, wait. Are you telling me, Keaton, that you only rolled one dice? Um, or did you roll two? I rolled a six and a four. And if it was like, okay. if he did roll a six, I was going to count the tie just to be nice. Um, mm. But he rolled on Because I was about to say, I was about to say, so I, you I didn't roll more than I one rolled dice a for, ten for, for, turn a, for turn a badger into a, a mech suit, <laughs> I was going to be very upset. You like reach in. I think you rip open the back of its neck and you can see just the exoskeleton of this animatronic and wire sticking out. Um, and York he's, runs yeah. over and he says, what are you doing to Mark? <laughs> you like you fiddle around with a wire and you hear him, Mark start to go, what? Well, that's all, kid. And he comes back down um, and just like his elbow socket unjoints uh, and like is all floppy now because you messed with something the wrong way. Dang it. Hoping to pull an aliens too. 
Um, can I see the mop anywhere, like, but nearby? I think, I think you just mean aliens. Yeah, isn't that no, the first a- aliens too. Hmm. No, Alien, Alien is the movie, and then Aliens is the sequel. I know this. I've seen the movies many times. Exactly. It's it's Alien and Aliens 2. <laughs> <laughs> Keep this up. Feed my time. <laughs> No, you're, you're going until we end it, man. I know. I have to <laughs> the provide time matter. It's made up at this point. <laughs> Is the cat in the second one? I've only seen the first one. It's been so long since I've, I've seen never seen either. <laughs> yes, the cat is in the second one. Thank God. Because <laughs> I know you made you made a reference to aliens earlier, didn't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. He was just so excited. That the- the cat's the best character. <laughs> like, the end, you're so worried. You're like, oh my gosh, the cat's about to get eaten. <laughs> and this is like a 40-year-old movie, so no spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it by now, you're not going to see it. Or maybe just us talking about it will make you go watch so it. So what's going on, I'm folks? Watch you're on the stage. For, for uh, Seth has just failed to reanimate mark f meets and this this big worm is pinned underneath one of these tubes it's wriggling around trying to get out i just ain't working i want to try and find the mop that right the worker had yeah give me a give me a whatever your perception roll is um so i have perception two so i got seven yeah um you see the mop you actually see that the the pimple-faced worker uh, also fell actually he did not fall out of the tubes where they broke uh his his upper half is just dangling out of the tube um above uh, and you see that the mop is kind of attached to his belt uh, and so it's which has kind of slid up of him and it's kind of dangling from the ceiling how high are we talking um how tall is a ceiling <laughs> How tall is a ceiling? Let's, now this is a ceiling is, in a yeah. In there's a tubes up there F and meets. stuff, so yeah. I would say it's so at least be, yeah. twenty feet minimum. Is there anything I could jump off of? Because I do have jump, but like that's too high to just like vertical. Well, jump, since these animatronics like have fallen over, um, you can't jump off of them. You could get back in the tubes because it was just this section that fell apart that we were in. Uh, otherwise, it would be there are like rows of you know, like chairs that that you spread out for an event out here for where people were sitting to watch the show. Um, I'm gonna call an audible instead of getting the mop and using it for a weapon. Get the diaper. I want uh, <laughs> I want Mark's guitar. I'll allow that. Grab the axe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was gonna. I rolled to see if it was like sewn to him, but it's not. <laughs> Cool. So I like grab it and rip it out of his dead animatronic hands. Uh, and I want to. Does Franklin look like he's about to get loose? Like, um, escape from the thing on top it, of him? It does not. It looks like two sections of this tube have kind of fallen on him. Um, and he's wriggled himself out of underneath the first one. Uh, but the, the second one landed on him in a way that it's it's got him in a rough spot. I'm going to go donk him on the head. All right. With a guitar. Uh, what's your role? Um, I'm trying to see. I, I don't think any of my skills are applicable to this because I have like other attack things. Like I had the like one that was swinging a baseball bat, which I feel like this is the same motion, but it is a guitar. Do you think that would be applicable? Baseball bat? 
Yeah. Yes. Because I swung a baseball bat in the last one. I will say yes. Uh, so I got an eight. Yep. Um, <laughs> you smash Franklin, Franklin, uh, Franklin F. Worm. Um, right into the right into the head bits. Um, and sparks go flying, kind of out of his felt uh, suit over top. Um, and he wriggles around. Um, you just hear, "Are you ready?" Uh, as he as he I, I just ceases love, to move. I just love that the the idea that all of these animals have the same middle name. <laughs> that is funtertainment. Funtertainment. But yes. do have different last names because they are different animals. I just yes. the, the, what what I need a quick timeout on. Okay, so if if his name is Franklin F. Worm, so is is the, the species of badger that Mark F. Meats is? Is just is he just a meats badger? Hey, it's what it's what they're made out of. He's made out of meat. The worm's oh made out of worm. <laughs> Yes, you you hit the worm over the head, and then a bunch of worms spill out. <laughs> much like much like how much like how Seth opened up the back of the mechanical badger, and there was just a lot of raw meat in there. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, okay, that's what guess I figured. Inside, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm going to have to put a goose. trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, my time is up, but I will I will keep going. Um, you we you got to find a way to end. This. Oh, I already <laughs> have it figured out. Don't worry. Okay, good. <laughs> you have destroyed Franklin F. Worm. Yeah, take that worm. Oh, I feel so bad for his family. <laughs> well. What do we do now? What do you do now? Uh, do you still have all those tickets? Yeah, he, he, nope. he holds uh, up hey, the roll, lot of them. Roll, give me a roll. Do you have a, did you get agility too? Yes. Okay, roll it. Uh, that was a, that was a six. You don't have the tickets anymore. He says, so Seth says, like, Pat, like, goes, yeah, of course I do. And goes to his pocket. Wait a second. York, did you take the tickets out of my pocket? Did, James, did you take the tickets out of my pocket? Did you just say your own name? I did Uh. say my own name. Because I did take it out of my pocket. I was running down the list of all the characters. Why would I? York, Seth, James, Derek. Why, Why would I have taken your tickets? You know, I know how to get them. I'm not really interested in the prizes. I was just here to ball, so <clears throat> no. Give me a perception roll, anyway. Six. Okay. I, I have no way to show this. I have perception three, and I rolled three sixes. Like that, That's that satanic. Is, that is an I rolled, 18. I rolled two sixes and a one. Okay. Uh, don't and worry. I'm going to use my uh, so everybody perception four. Um, the the lights had gone off when the mist started filling, but uh, you can tell now uh, as you're panicking about your tickets, the mist has dissipated from the airs, and then the lights chunk on. Um, and the the pixie cut purpled hair kind of walks out from behind the desk. Uh, or no, you can see she's been like comforting the parents off in the side cafeteria room. Um, and and she walks back and goes, "All right, huh." 
what an interesting turn of events. Let's, uh, let's get this, uh, all back. Don't worry, kids. Uh, I'll fix those, uh, lovely band members. Uh, and she starts making her way back and things start to settle back to normal. Uh, but the, the f three of you at least here, I'll roll for Derek. Yeah. Um, the four of you can see, uh, as everything starts to go back to normal, um, a child, uh, not a child necessarily, but a, uh, another middle schooler with a bright red hair near the door with just a big bag of tickets. And you can see all across that all of the arcade machines, little flap doors are open and empty. Um, and you see this kid with a big D on, uh, sewn into his sweater, just stroll out the door with a huge bag of tickets and a smug smile on his face. Duncan! <laughs> <laughs> That's the your, end. Your can't help, your can't help but shed a tear in awe. Uh, for the breakdown, post up is because I'll cut there into our <laughs> outro. I was like, how can I make wow. all of this make sense? And I was like, this is all a distraction so Duncan can pull the ultimate Duncan maneuver. <laughs> Outstanding. I like it. Are we, uh, are, are we stop recording now? Or is uh, that... we'll do Where? an outro. Um, and then we can just I guess chat for a while. Here, here, talk, talking about this outro, I think the first thing that needs to be said, where was Mr. Bottom? Right, so uh, <laughs> I tried to think how could I how could I make this fit into Mr. Bottoms, and the thing is we didn't actually get to the point, and it just wasn't going to get there to where we could like talk to Derek. But part of me was like, what if it was Derek or not Derek? That's me, Duncan. Uh, what if it was Duncan Bottoms? <laughs> um, and I was like, nah, <laughs> he's got another kid. <laughs> that's too much. Uh, so yeah, this was was this our first holiday special without Mr. Bottoms? Yeah. We'll just well, he also, wasn't technically in the last one. True, it was his, his children. children, children. Um, <laughs> well, uh, we'll just say that the last year on St. Patrick's Day, because we put out like a tweet with some bad drawing I did of us tying Mr. Bottoms up in a cauldron at the end of the rainbow, that, that we, we, we pulled it over so hard on Mr. Bottoms last year that he was like, I'm not trying on St. Patrick's Day this year. <laughs> I need a day with my kids. <laughs> I can wait till Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody well, thank who you. That joined on our live stream. If you're on the live stream, we'll probably stick around and chat for a little bit once we're done. But first, we got to report, record this little outro for the main episode that's going to release on the feed in, uh, we'll say, next week, probably. <laughs> um, so thank you, everybody who listened. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy post-belated St. Patrick's Day to those listening. Uh, we always pre appreciate your support. If you want to support the show, you can follow us on all the social medias at RPG Roulette. And uh, if you want to really help support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash RPG Roulette, where starting at just the lowest tier, $2 a month, you get access to all of our bonus content, including the Hot Table series, where Luke leads us through the Troika system. It's a bunch of fun to listen to. Um, and if you are on, uh, the, the upper tiers are just if you want to help us out. No pressure to do that. But if you do, you get a thank you. And so thank you, as always, to Tabor TCU, to Monohem, and to Mr. Grant Howell for helping support the show. Um, we love you guys. We, we, we do. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the St. Patrick's Day special. It's been a while since we did a holiday special, where we're toying around with trying to do different holidays uh, than just the same ones over and over again. 
Uh, so hope you enjoyed listening. Except for Halloween. We're always doing Halloween. Yes, yeah, Spooktacular's no Sting. Forever. It's the only one that has annual in the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, we will be back at you later with the next installment of RPG Roulette Red Bet. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, you can stop recording. Uh, we'll stop